0: Welcome to this episode of the Innovative Leader Podcast. Christy Geiger, leadership coach, and me, David Phillips, uh, leadership consultant, hope that we can inspire you today. We can provide you some tools, some resources, some thoughts to help inform and transform your leadership mindset. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Innovative Leader Podcast. Uh, I'm David Phillips. I'm here with Christy Geiger, and uh, leadership coach. And um, so we are talking today about uh, preparing, planning, getting ready for potential COVID phase two uh, lockdowns, shutdowns. Um, this is uh, coming up on a not only just a busy time of the year for families, uh, and and. Um, in, in businesses, especially on the retail side, but uh, um, it looks like COVID has spiked again. We're seeing those um, seeing those numbers go up again, and it, it's kind of nerve-wracking. Uh, I know today um, my, my son's teacher, my first-grade son's teacher, sent us a message and said, what do you have at home? What kind of technology do you have at home that your student could use Uh, And so my guess is they're preparing for a potential shutdown and moving from face-to-face instruction to virtual. Um, That doesn't make me happy, but it is a reality. Um, I work with school districts all across the country, mostly in the West, uh, and I'm hearing a lot of those kinds of messages as well, potentially um, districts moving back uh, from face-to-face back to virtual. Uh, So I see it coming. Um, I live here in Metro Atlanta. So that's kind of the reality here uh, in, in, in part of this part of the country. I know Christy lives in Austin, um, Texas, in Metro Austin. And so um, Christy, tell us a little bit about what's going on, uh, what you're hearing from leaders and, and especially in the medical community there.
1: Yeah. So in Texas, things are, I would say, pretty uh, normal in the covid lighten up the way that we were. Uh, kids are in school. Things are open, um, restaurants, things like that, where I'm hearing it more is on the medical side in hospitals, not not that hospitals are overwhelmed, but the medical staff is tired and they're vulnerable to getting sick. So when you don't have full manpower, there is a level of exhaustion on that side of things is what I'm hearing about more. And then also just more awareness of other states. California this week announced their pretty significant shutdown. It seems that county to county, it varies a little bit where it still is significantly shut down, but different counties have found different ways to respond to it because they never really super opened up. But yet even with, excuse me, the volume that they barely opened up coming tight again, is so discouraging because people are really needing that fresh of breath air and then we have a lot of contacts in minnesota so minnesota on wednesday i think the governor spoke and kind of shut put a lot of restrictions up again lots of information coming out about thanksgiving and what that looks like a client was telling me about um i don't know there's some joke about like there's something with funerals or something that you can have 25 at a funeral. So yep. and so
0: people are, people are, uh, are, uh, killing the Turkey. Right. And calling that a funeral and, and not Thanksgiving. So they can have, right. Yeah. That's the right.
1: And then there's this whole just lens of like, is that selfish? And like never before, I think, has there been such, um, pretty rampant. Like it feels like judgment and shaming on one hand to be like, it comes from this place of concern. And I would say this place of fear, but this place of wanting what's best for the people around us. So then you're just trying to figure out the ripple effect. And so let's say one family goes to the beach or they get together for Thanksgiving. And then that child comes back to school has COVID and how that spreads. It's just the ripple effects are really challenging. But I think what we wanna talk about today, especially with leaders, because leaders are dealing with their teams and we have the ability to influence is how do we prepare for this? It seems like a silly word to use to prepare and plan since we've already been in it nine months really, or whatever, at least a good strong six, seven months. But I don't think, when I was talking to my mom the other day, It's not like you're ready for phase two. And from the beginning, there has been this thing where it happened in March and April. And then the talk was maybe in the summer, it would lighten up. So the summer was the window for it to lighten up. The school season starting in August and September was a big question mark about how that was going to have ripple effects. So fall has been very tenuous with how people and communities have handled it. But from the beginning, there's been the conversation that in November, December, January, that the, ex- the expectance that the rates would increase would be in November, December and January because it's winter, right. there's more colds, things like that. Not certainly saying that COVID is a cold, but I'm just saying there's there's more germs, more containment and whatever happening. Okay. So anyway, it does seem like we're definitely on that side where communities and governments are saying, hold on, let's pull back. And even to your point with um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, they are natural gathering times. And I think that's right. something that makes this more emotional and challenging to deal with. Because we, I was talking to a client the other day and she was talking about how much she misses her 30 minute commute and how much serenity yeah. that actually gave her, even though never before would you necessarily have um, said your 30 minute commute in California gave you serenity. Right. You know, usually that was something to complain about because of the traffic. But when you have no commute, all of a sudden that commute was very valuable. Right. And a lot of times we complain about getting together for Christmas and Thanksgiving and the family drama and all those things that happen. But then when the question is, hey, I don't know that you should get together. Hey, I don't know if that's the best thing to do. Suddenly we start to feel an even greater amount of social isolation, social pressure on making the right choices, what is thoughtful, what's not thoughtful. It just becomes very exhausting. So let's jump in and talk about kind of body, mind, and spirit. So let's do body first. How do we physically handle these things in order to be more resilient and to get through this in a more healthy way?
0: Yeah. So, so we are, we're entering, um, colder weather. Uh, so that's going to, keep a lot of us inside as well. So, um, I, I, I think that we need to, to, to prepare a healthy routine, uh, a physical activity, especially if, if things start shutting down again, um, you know, you, you've got to have that activity just, just for your own, I mean, the, the impact of exercise, we've talked about, about that already, uh, on your brain and uh, your emotions. So I think you need to, to start planning on an indoor um, uh, physical exercise routine, anything that you can do uh, from apps to uh, videos, DVDs, um, just uh, just do those kinds of things. And of course, that that will you know also impact the kinds of foods you eat, those kinds of things. So if you can get the body part um, done well, you know, get that the healthy aspects of that, it it just makes your overall um, energy better uh and you have more you have more time or more energy to to do things to to kind of battle the uh the healthiness aspects of it help you battle um fatigue help, helps you battle um viruses it helps you you know battle those kinds of things um and so i think that's a, a big part uh the other th- the other thing is is potentially your finances um you know we're, we're i read an article the other day we're Thirty-four billion dollars in renter debt that's owed to landlords because of the forgiveness that's happened this year. You know that's got to be repaid Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. The price of of items are going up. The price of food is going up um, simply because they can't find. uh, You know, you've got lockdowns within so many of the industries there. So we've got to prepare, and, and then a lot of people are spending a lot of money. This or not. Or, or you know, this is typically the time we spend a lot of money. Um, and so from a retail standpoint, you've got to, uh, as a leadership, as a leader in a retail business, you've got to prepare for that, the downturn on that. Um, and from a, from a leader, from a personal perspective, you have to, to, to kind of plan for that, uh, in terms of your own, you know, personal spending. Um, what do you think on that, Christy?
1: Yeah, I think that with the, it is interesting just with the supply and the demand and how prices and whatnot happen. And then of course, that's always like people stocking up and whatever. Uh, But I do think it's just a good time to review budget. I think when we're at the end of the year, it's a really great time to do a reflection on where, where did we, what, what happened in 2020? What did we do that worked? What did we do that not worked? Are there any expenditures that we can cut that we don't really need or that we're not using Um, Is there a way that we can redirect? Sometimes gift giving can kind of shift a little bit where gift giving becomes a little bit more practical or a little bit more uh, specific given what's going on. Um, Sometimes gift giving increases into charities where we know that people have more needs, that they're not able to get the resources. So doing some intentional things around um, supporting some nonprofits in your area, doing a, a drive to raise some canned foods or things like that, can be really useful and. What's interesting and not necessarily a tip to our next category of mind and spirit, but spirit is the last one we're going to cover, but it's interesting because it can really help with our energy too. And, um, Mm -hmm. and then with the second, with mind, with our mindset, when we're doing things for others versus ourselves, when we're constantly focused on ourselves, we get a bit into self preservation mode and you begin to feel a little bit more survival when you are able to focus on others. You are encouraging them. So let's say you look up and you find a size online. So you've got accountability. You've got that live size class. You're more engaged. You're more likely to show up at six o'clock and do your workout, whatever it is. Right. So you find these alternative ways to do what you need to do, the fitness or whatever it is. But then you really develop that community so in the community you're encouraging others you're championing them for showing up you're helping them to know why it's important you're drinking your water together you're sharing recipes whatever it is Um, maybe it's a supplement or something that really helps or something you learned about your sleep habits and how you've been able to increase that so when we're in this community We are able to be more others focused and supporting, which helps us to internally do the things that we need to do. So, financially, straightening up that budget, gift giving, thinking about others, doing things that matter. Um, Another thing, sorry, I feel very all over the place. That's okay. But um, the other thing, is um, a little bit, I think physically with energy is just doing things that make us laugh. So maybe it's finding a video that you think is funny and sending that out, or maybe it's doing the office, you know, that little elf dance and doing that with your office and sending that out. (laughs) Finding more fun things to do and sharing it right now, which feels like a waste of time. But it's really important for what are the things that we're doing to be healthy, to be happy, to be stable and secure versus feeling activated by fear and anxiety. So just being really aware of what creates physically fear and anxiety and physically what we can do to keep ourselves more calm is good.
0: Yeah, I I think, um, you know, you brought up uh, giving. Um, I, I was introduced, I don't know, a month or so ago to the term elving. Have you, have you heard that? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. So it was, I was watching the movie with my, with my family and they were, um, they were elving, uh, one family was elving another family at Christmas. Huh. And so essentially what it was is, um, you would go every couple of nights before Christmas, uh, you know, like the last two weeks of Christmas before Christmas or three weeks before Christmas, or whatever. And you would just leave like cookies or Gifts or things like that, and even on Christmas Day, you could provide, uh, you know, gifts for um, for the family. And so it was just a it was a way for for one family to support uh, another family. Uh, and, and there's a whole back to the movie, but but so Elving is a, is an idea of just being. It's almost like Secret Santa, just finding a family maybe who needs some help uh, during the holiday season. Um, who may be working two or three jobs just to pay the bills, those kinds of things, and and just um, bless them, uh, you know, every couple of days at, at night, putting something on the, the front door, or you know, every, what you can do, put uh, things in the mail, things like you know, if you need to, those kinds of things, um, and and it and it like you like you said, it does, it gets us out of our own mind and in our own head to start thinking about other people. And there's something about giving and there's something about, um, uh, blessing others that, that just transforms your own mindset and your own, your own thought patterns, uh, which, which does kind of lead us into the second thing, the, the, the aspect we're talking about is the mindset. Um, you know, we, when you're just sitting in your home, like we were for most of, of this year, um, it, it, you get snippy with each other. <laughs> you get—I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen internally, and and it's simply because you can't get out and go. You can't you can't get out of your own uh, home in many ways. And 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 if you if you stay there in your head, then it's even worse. So you've got to find ways to get get out of outside of your own uh, your own thinking and your own uh, um, your your own Uh, Mindset. So there are things that you can do. I think that can then that can um, to help with that. Um, You know, like you were talking about, find a a virtual community, an online community, something you can do live with other people. Uh, At least that shifts the mindset to start caring and thinking about who who is out there. Um, Elving at this time of the year, like I was talking about, I think is a great idea. Um, Even trying to learn new skills um you know i, I have a, i have somebody that that uh, i follow on facebook he's uh he's a little younger than me uh 4 or 5 years younger than me he started decided to teach himself how to play the piano during covid mm-hmm. um and it's just a way to get out of your own head and and to engage in another uh way of thinking uh use parts of your brain that you haven't used before those kinds of things find a hobby find a do hobby um, something that you can do um, at home, if necessary, uh, and it's, so finding finding those kinds of things just to so that you're not constantly thinking about the negative. Uh, mm-hmm. Your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, agree. It kind of reminds me. I don't know why the hobby thing reminded me of you were just saying at home, but um, it's like, what can you do at home? To recreate the things that we used to get in the community, yeah. and it reminds me of how when COVID—this will sound like a very side thought—but when COVID first started, it was around Easter, and people put Easter eggs in the windows, mm-hmm. or they do the I Spy or something fun in the neighborhoods, and we are in that season where. It, People tend or like to decorate their homes. It may be a great time to do that, to create something fun in your yard. Um, You know, we were seeing a lot of sidewalk chalk things happening. So when we're home, it creates that opportunity to do something a little bit different. Now, in the same token, it also can create some grief and frustration and anger, where people are mad, like we always want ice skating and now we can't, or we went Christmas caroling at the nursing home and we can't do that. And so we get frustrated because there's traditions that we had that we're unable to do. So one thing I think with mindset that's really important is instead of getting frustrated, notice, where your mind is going, but then take those thoughts and redirect them. So it's not just putting rose colored glasses on. Oh, well, they'll be fine. No, we're not making light of it. It's right. what else can you do? Um, could you make Christmas cards? Could you, what could you do that you could send to the nursing home that sits outside for a period of time so the germs die off and then they're able to pass those around? What else is possible that we might be able to do in lieu of those um, traditions that we're used to doing? Or what kind of experiences can we create at home, where maybe in the past we've been too busy to do the Christmas cookies, like you were saying, um, but then now you use that to deliver some to neighbors or whatever. I don't. It's hard with like, what are people comfortable with COVID? Like, would someone take a Christmas cookie, or it should be individual wrapped? I don't know. That gets a little bit complex. But you know, still, it's just like, what else is possible in order to spread goodwill, to spread happiness. And it starts with noticing where's my thoughts, where's my energy and looking at, what is my mindset and my perspective? Is my perspective that I'm losing something and that this is being taken away and I'm angry, Um, which is okay, we can be upset and grieve that, that's good. And then we wanna say, okay, so now what, what can I do? What is possible? Kind of that prosperous reframe.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are things that, there are other ways to do that. You know, I'm thinking um, you, could, um, you could still do something for the nursing home. Uh, it, let's say they have an iPad or they have a computer. You could do a Zoom call. Um, if someone had an iPhone, you could do FaceTime and you could sing. Um, those, those people, if they all got in a room and, and you had five or 10 people, you, just the way you set up your camera on your phone, you can do that. Yeah, it's virtual. It's you're not there, but um, you could go Christmas caroling in your neighborhood. Um, instead of making cookies, what if you went to to Walmart or someplace and just bought several box sets? You could share those out. People would be open to that. They're they're buying those kinds of things for themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. If it's got you know, if it's from a bakery or someplace like that, I mean, there are other things that you can do. Right, you just have to be creative. And the problem is. We get stuck in this rut. Um, we we are, are we all we work on uh, autopilot, and so we just this is the way we've done it, and it's really hard to change. So so now we have to use other areas of our brain. We have to, to re-engage it to get creative and think about the things that we can do. Uh, and then when we do that, you know, it's almost like when you start down that creativity um, train, start that that train up, you you find other areas the 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 creativity just grows it becomes like a muscle uh, mm-hmm. you you find other ways to be creative you find ways to be creative in other areas um, so I think I think that if you can if you can do that and figure out ways to do that then then that that helps with energy it helps with motivation there's a lot of things that that um, build on that uh, and it builds your it helps your emotions you're not like like we've said not stuck in ourselves but we've And and it feels like we're helping others. And there's just something about that.
1: Yeah, it's great. I I think it's so interesting for people just to share ideas. Like you've said so many. And I think curiosity and creativity feed one another. So if you're having an idea, then it feeds an idea for me. Right. Versus if you're sharing, you're like, oh, I'm so upset. We can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, we can't do this. Right. So we can either feed the negativity or we can feed the creativity and the creation. And yeah. even like with the Christmas card thing, it's an interesting thing like, um, a friend of ours posts all her Christmas cards. We we hang them up under our counter, but a friend of ours posts them on the wall and she leaves them there all year. But your idea with all the Zooms, that'd be interesting that if you have more time, maybe you choose to message that person when you get the card or you do a Zoom call with someone. There's right. a way that people are feeling more isolated and more overwhelmed. So these ideas are not to increase the overwhelm, but we're feeling overwhelmed because we're trying to do the same system that we used to, and we can't do it. So we feel broke. And what we have to do is back up and go, what's important to me in the holidays, what's important to me in November and December, and how can I make that happen and create new pathways? And when we create new pathways, all of a sudden it's exciting and it's fresh and it's an opportunity and new and better things can evolve from that. Just like when COVID first started, where people started to figure out the Zoom meetings, they started to figure out the technology. So, and they got traction with that. This is another opportunity. So instead right. of just trying to trench those old things, we wanna really lean into that creativity. I like that concept.
0: Yeah, and and uh, so in, in if you have a company that can provide some of those services, for instance, then you really endear yourself to, to people, for instance, Zoom uh, for 30 hours at Thanksgiving is going to remove the 40 minute record limit for free accounts. Really? So, yeah, so you can be on for 30 hours with your family. Wow. Yeah. Um, that, that takes away this excuse of, if you don't want to be around them, right? Of, uh, right. oh, well, COVID, so we can't do that. <laughs> so it, it takes away that excuse, but, but <clears throat> that's the way to do that. Um, Google Meet. If you've got Google accounts, you can do a Google Meet for free. There are are a lot of options that can be done. You just have to, you have to, you have to search for it. It's it's something that you got to work at. And the problem is a lot of us are lazy, (laughs) Uh (laughs) unfortunately. So the the third uh, perspective or third thing we're going to talk about is the spirit, the spiritual aspect of it. Um, you know, this is a, this is a downtime for a lot of people. It's, it's the first Christmas or the first Thanksgiving uh, that your grandmother's not here, or maybe your parents aren't here. So there's, there's some aspect of of emotion there. Um, You're not going to get to see your parents for Christmas because of COVID or or whatever. Um, But there, there, there are other ways to, to engage the spiritual aspect or the, excuse me, the, the positive aspect to lift your spirits, uh, Zoom Thanksgiving, for instance, is is one of those things. You know, everybody's got a a TV you can project these days with a, between HDMI and uh, all the streaming pe- uh, possibilities. Put a Zoom app on your TV, and now you've got a 55 or an 80 inch, uh, you know, system where you can talk to people and and those kinds of things there are ways to do that, uh, to lift your spirits. Um, what are some things that, that you think about from a, from a spiritual aspect for, for, uh, to, to build up your, your emotion and your energy?
1: To me, I think it's really about creating hope and encouragement. And I think this category of the spirit is where we have our, our passion and we feel um, the, the energy and the emotion side of things. And I think uh, faith-based, we both are faith-based, so spirit also very much to me is about, and again, it's really why we believe we exist, our purpose and being here on earth and, you know, whether, whatever your um, religious orientation is, but for us, for me as a Christian, um, I think that a lot of times it's about creating hope. And so if you're faith-based, tuning into some services and online, um, or there's more online Bible studies that are out now. So connecting with a Bible study, a service, a lot of times the music is very comforting and encouraging. The messages are very comforting and encouraging. And they provide just a hope and a lens to make sense of the short term in order to get focused more on the infinite game? What is the bigger picture? What what really matters here? Because sometimes when we get short-sighted in the short term, it feels less hopeful and more discouraging. So uh, faith-based, tuning into that can help. If you're not faith-based, it still has to do with this idea of hope. And right. where do you find hope? And encouragement and that emotional side of things. And so a lot of times hope is around encouraging. Um, I have a book, I thought I had it. Oh yeah, here, okay. So there's like fun projects like this. This is a book. It's called, um, Hey Friend, I Wrote a Book About You. And these are like $20, but they're so fun. To So to sit down, for someone who you know gets the winter blues, they're yeah. up in the Midwest or whatever, and it's cold and dark, or they just entered the Alaska time of darkness, whatever yeah. it is, right? So they feel more discouraged. There are things that we can do to provide hope and encouragement. So inside the book, there's all these words like this is, I always say that you're blank because it's true. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're creative, whatever it is, right? So do something for somebody that is going to lift their spirits or find ways to lift your spirit yourself. Another thing that I do, I just think energetically. Um, this may sound a little bit odd, but like, there's a lot of things with physical, if you can put your feet to the ground, if you can take a bath and be in water, if you can listen to soothing music, if you can, um, listen to something that encourages you, there's all these things that really help our energy to be higher than lower. And I do believe that we have energetic vibrations. So if your vibration is low, then what's, what's happening with that? And what can you do to increase that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, I think, uh, if you're, if you're, uh, near the, near the water, uh, drive to, to a river or lake and watch the sunset, mm-hmm. it, it, wrap yourself in the beauty of, of the natural beauty that, um, that reminds us that there, that there is something bigger than us. Um, and, and we all kind of need that in, in so many ways that there is somewhat, something bigger, uh, out there than us. Uh, you know, I, I love your idea. That book idea is a great one. You know, if you if you can't afford the book or, or you just don't know where to get one.
1: Right. Make it up um, yourself.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, have your child, uh, gra- get some, just some paper, have your child create one uh, for the neighbors down the street. Staple it together and stick it in the mailbox. Right. Um, you know, print pictures off on the, on a, uh, on, on, on your printer. Find, you know, go to Google, and find some, some pictures and just do something like that. I think that that's a huge, uh, opportunity. <coughs> um, and another, um, thing for me is, um, uh, and it was on the tip of my tongue and then I forgot it. Um, we, we, we need that. We need that social connection. We, we really do this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I think if you can find ways to just talk and be with people, um, even if it's just virtually telling stories and laughing, and and that's going to do so much for your for your energy, so much for your emotions, um, you know. I, and and then the other thing that that we also have to remember is that um, uh, there are there are three vaccines that have that have surpassed the ninety percent effectiveness rate, and. And so it's it's going to be tough as cases go up for a month or so, but uh, like Pfizer is seeking um, a, an emergency path to get their their vaccine ready. Um, so so you've got healthcare workers and other people who probably will start getting that the first of the year. Um, Christy and I were as we were talking, you know, there's there's a chance that I'll probably. That, my generation, our generation, uh, age group will probably be able to, to get it sometime, maybe March, April. So there is an end in sight if, if you're comfortable with taking the vaccine. Um, and so that in and of itself, it, it itself is hopeful. Uh, that there, there seems to be an end uh, at the light of the tunnel. We just hope it's not Darth Vader's lightsaber. Um, sorry, that's, a, that's something I've seen on Facebook. Um, or you know, or a train, uh, the light of a train. Um, but but you've got to find ways, you know, you've got to find ways to 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 generate hope. Either generate it for others, or um, you've got to find ways to, to intrinsically generate hope for yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's that's huge. Uh, and if you can do that, I think it 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 builds, uh, uh, it 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 increases your Christmas. Your spirit, your your holiday spirit, and maybe if we all thought of ourselves as Santa Claus
1: <laughs>
0: um, more, that that would that would build not only our spirit but the spirit of others.
1: Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think there's just lots of opportunities if we're looking for them. Yeah. If we're focused on how bad this is and how horrible it is and how um, wrong all these decisions are and how people are just horrible. Uh, We're not going to actually think of those. We can't think of those things when we're in that space. We have to acknowledge that. And again, I think we go back to the the neuro activity of, labeling and naming, name it, label it. So yeah, I feel really disappointed about this. I feel really frustrated. Fine. Label it, name it, give yourself a period of time and then move on over to this other side around, okay, so now what, so what, what can I do with that? Right. And how you physically are working out, creating those endorphins that physically will change, give you the oxytocin and what you need in your mind um, and in your body. So physically working out, getting your sleep, doing the health things that nourish your body, So that mentally you can redirect the way that you're thinking and seeing things, focusing on others. I love that. Being a Santa Claus, think of yourself. How can you bring joy? Putting the, you know, think about how many door deliveries in the past I've always seen, those baskets outside for the deliveries. Like how many deliveries are you getting at your door? Like get that basket outside with the water and the snacks in it for that delivery person with a cute message, that's fun. There's so many things we can do. So if we could start thinking of a movement of ways to go through winter um, this November, December and January and share ideas of what we're doing to bring joy, to bring hope, to bring light would be really great. And physically take care of yourself, mentally get your head yeah. in that space and emotionally get your heart in that space. And it really begins to make a difference.
0: I, I agree completely. Absolutely. Uh, so we would love to, to hear from you. What, what kind of ideas, uh, can you think of to kind of get out of your own way and, and to start caring about others, thinking about others, make this time of the year, um, uh, uh, so much better than what it could be if you just were stuck in your own head. Uh, what are you doing to, to build up your body, to nourish your body, to to, to handle your your financial um, issues? Because it's it's very real. Uh, what are you doing to, to to generate a different mindset? What are you doing to to to, to up your spirit? To uh, and and then. Yeah, you know, we'd love to hear it. Like I said, uh, so if you could put that in the comments or share as you write your review or whatever, we would love to to kind of find out what uh, what you're doing to to make this this time of year uh, better than what um, what it could be, uh, knowing what's coming potentially. So uh, we'd love to hear from you. Anything else, Christy? Uh, I know we're. Yeah, we're I think that's close- great. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so next week, I think you're going to be out. I'm going to be out. It's, it's, uh, it's Thanksgiving. And so we're going to spend some time with our family. Um, uh, I don't know if you're traveling, uh, but it looks like um, the Phillips guys are going to have a, their first guy trip, uh, uh, knock on wood. And uh, so I'm looking forward to just being with my dad and, and my son and my wife is looking forward to that too. Uh, so, so she gets a couple of days by herself, but, uh, um, so, so I hope you get to spend some time with your family and, and you listeners get to spend time with your family and, and friends in whatever way you can do that, whether it's virtually or, uh, in-house. So.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Well, have a good Thanksgiving and yeah, we are so thankful. Thank you for listening and tuning Absolutely. in. We appreciate it. Um, it. it Thanksgiving first before Christmas, we talked more kind of in the Christmas season, but Thanksgiving this year is a critical time to just sit in more gratitude. So yeah, so really grateful. Thank you, David. And we'll (laughs) catch you in two weeks.
0: All right. Have a great, uh, have a great uh, Thanksgiving. Take care of everybody. Bye. Hey, we would love to hear from you here at the Innovative Leader Podcast. Christine, I would love to get messages from you to have uh, an idea of what your thoughts are about this podcast. So we would love for you to send us a message at anchor.fm slash Innovative Leader. Just go there, click on that send a message button. You can record a message straight from your phone or the website. Let us know what you're thinking about what we're sharing would love it specifically about one podcast and we'll share those messages as we receive them. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks for listening to the Innovative Leader today. You can find us at anchor.fm slash Leader. You can find us also at our website, innovativeleader.co. we're on YouTube. We're on Apple podcast. So anywhere uh, you get your podcast, uh, you can find us. Also, we'd love for you to rate us at Apple. That way we can, uh, we can know what you think of our podcast and it helps us get, um, elevated in the listings as well. Also, if you'd like to join, uh, and maybe help, um, support our podcast. You can do that as well. Go to anchor.fm slash innovative leader and click on, um, the support option. And again, don't forget, send us messages about what you think uh, of our podcast today. Anchor.fm slash innovative leader.